0: Hi everyone! Welcome back to the Flavor Fashion Podcast. I'm your host, Belle, and this week, it is just me. It is a solo episode. I thought it was about time because I have not done a solo episode in quite a while. I think I've actually only done one other solo episode right when I started my podcast last fall, so thought it was about time, and... We have a lot of exciting guests planned for later this month. I'm doing kind of like an Earth Month theme since it is April. Earth Day is coming up. So we have some exciting small business owners and brands coming up for interviews on the Flavor Fashion Podcast, which I'm really excited about. But this week, I thought that we would dive into a little bit of Fashion Month since it did wrap up in early March. So Fashion Month was February through early March. And I'm specifically talking about the fall-winter 2023 ready-to-wear season, plus one spring-summer 2023 collection that just showed during this past fashion month. So this included New York, London, Milan, and Paris Fashion Week. I'm going to dive into my top five favorite shows, plus one special mention. So let's just get started. I first wanted to start off with a classic. So one of my favorites was the Chanel show. It was kind of like a black and white theme. And there were some pops of light pink as well as red. So tomato red is a very popular color on the runway this season. And we see it across many designers, but Chanel definitely used a bit of this color on their catwalk. I saw a lot of mix of black leather with white lace, a lot of white lace tights floral embellishment, chunky gold jewelry, a lot of micro-sized bags, which have been popular before, but I feel like that trend's kind of sticking around with some brands. Also a lot of feathers, velvet, of course their classic tweed skirts and dresses. I feel like this was like a classic and elegant Chanel collection, but kind of with a twist of 90s and grunge references One of my favorite looks from this collection was number 19. You can see it on Vogue's website. I'm actually going to put all the links to these shows in the description, specifically the Vogue write-ups and runway shots of them because it's just kind of a comprehensive, easy place to see like all the photos and see every single look you can scroll through. Plus, you can read the write-up on each collection as well. So go ahead and check those out if you want to see these specific looks that I'm talking about and read a little more about each collection. But anyways, this was one of my favorite looks. So it was look 19 out of 66. And it was a pink tweed jacket paired with a pink velvet midi skirt, as well as some tall black leather boots and a black choker. So we're definitely seeing a lot of chokers on the runway this season. For sure, 90s and early 2000s references kind of across the board. So that's definitely going to be a trend for this fall and winter season. Also, lots of dark eye makeup. I've seen a lot of kind of gothic, grungy beauty inspiration as well. A lot of like slicked back hair, kind of like that wet hair look. So that's another beauty trend that a lot of brands have been featuring in the runways. Another one of my favorite looks was Look 22, which is kind of a more mod 60s, 70s style look with round glasses, a floral printed sweater paired with a tweed skirt, and those same tall black boots. We're seeing a lot of vests in this collection, some actually layered on top of jackets and long sleeve dresses, which is really interesting. I don't think I've ever seen vests layered on top of a full length trench coat before or like a full-length double-breasted coat. So that was really interesting. I also noticed that Chanel included some plus size or curve models on the catwalk this season, which is pretty cool because I don't think I've seen a lot of that before on the runway. And that's typically not very common for these like prestigious fashion brands to have kind of varying models other than the standard size in the industry. So it's cool to see them having some different body types and different types of models on their runway. I've also seen some brands including models of different ethnicities or like one specific ethnicity. So I think that's pretty cool to highlight different cultures, different types of people. And I hope in the future to also see some more like petite models on the runway. I know it's not typical because they usually fit on taller models, but a lot of brands do have petite sizing or they have petite collections, so I think that would be cool to see in the future as well. So Chanel definitely played a bit with that tomato red color as well as black tweed. Some of their looks featured this and they're kind of like a cool schoolgirl look. I feel like that was kind of the vibe of their overall collection. Pretty much like clothes that Cher from Clueless might wear. They also included some quilted and embellished maxi skirts, which I thought were really pretty, as well as tiered tulle maxi skirts. So we're seeing a lot of tulle and a lot of like transparent or see-through dresses, specifically like midi and maxi dresses on the runway across many different brands. So that's for sure a trend for this fall and winter. And also I've seen them like layered with different textures and materials. So if you wanted to wear, you know, one of these sheer dresses or, Cool dresses, and then mix it with something that has more coverage and warmth, I think that would be a really cool look for the fall. Chanel also played with a lot of textures and layering to create more interest and to also just create more eye-catching looks. So I think that's going to be a really fun thing to do next season is just play with different textures, colors, kind of mismatched clothing, or trying to like see how you can make Different pieces cohesive, or just make a really interesting look. These shows are in no particular order, by the way. I just think overall of all the ones I look through that these are my top five favorite ones. But of course, it's very hard to choose because there's always so many great shows, and there are just so many shows in general, so many different new designers that it can be hard to keep track of all of it. So these are. Of all the shows that I look through, these are the ones that I liked the most or thought were the most interesting. So the second one I'll talk about is by the brand Area, which I'm not actually sure if I'd heard of before, but they were kind of trending on social media with their invitations. And this was actually a spring-summer 2023 show that just happened to show recently Typically spring summer is shown the fall before the season, so I'm surprised that they showed so last minute, but I wanted to include them in my roundup, even though it's not a fall winter show, because it's definitely one of my favorites. So this one was in New York Fashion Week, and before the show, the designer sent out invitations and said that the season is all about fruits. He was quoted saying, the beauty of them, but also the symbolic meaning of them. In a way, you can think of fruit as something fresh, a new start, but when it's decaying, it becomes about mortality. So I thought that was interesting. I always love when a show has like a deeper meaning behind it. I talked with my friend Victoria Wang in a past Catwalk episode about Alexander McQueen and how he always had like a deeper meaning to his show and was kind of trying to make a statement or make people think more and it wasn't necessarily just about the clothes it was like evoking a feeling or trying to communicate a message these pieces are definitely works of art and they're definitely not very wearable as well but I still think it's really interesting to look at and very thought-provoking so this was one of my favorites for sure so the pieces were banana and watermelon based. Some of the models had masks as well, made of feathers and beads covering their faces. So it was kind of like a masquerade ball look, maybe to focus more on the clothing and the message behind this show. But there were also some very beautiful gowns with oversized beaded embellishments. And one of my favorite looks, if you look on the catwalk, is look number 30 out of 33, which includes a gold top in the shape of many bananas next to each other and it looks to actually be made of metal. So this piece was paired with a stunning pair of high-waisted, wide-leg, raw denim jeans, which I just absolutely love. And there was also a dress, which I believe was a look right after this one on the runway, and it was a dress made of long-draped denim fabric with denim bananas coming out of the waist, and they had gold metal stems. So this was a really interesting look, and I like the combination of both the denim fabric mixed with actual metal and using the denim to create different types of volume and different shapes. We definitely saw a lot of brands do this on the runway, specifically diesel this year. So I thought it was really cool to see denim kind of in a different form than it usually takes or that is expected area also featured some plus size or curve models on the runway. I definitely think this is a step in the right direction for these brands as well as for runway models and just inclusivity overall. I think it's really exciting that brands are stepping out of the traditional way of doing things and trying to include other people in these catwalks. So it's it's very exciting. My third favorite show is Coach. So I have loved Coach for a very long time. Something that was really cool about this collection is that they used patchwork leather. So this was made from actual scraps in their factory, which means that every piece is different. The designer was quoted saying that the patchwork leather was used to create great effect in a tailored leather maxi coat with a distinct 1970s vibe and featured a small golden old school logo plaque at the chest. He referred to it as an imagined heritage. Even though Coach has a long history, it doesn't have a history in ready to wear. So it's always fun to play with the idea of what a coat from the 60s or 70s might look like. So that was a quote from him. And this show was actually at the Park Avenue Armory. In New York. So it took place in the reception rooms at the front of the space. And in the article on Vogue's website, it says that they're surrounded by military portraits, dramatic chandeliers, and dark wood touches. And that the setting became about the history of the building itself. So I thought that was really cool. And I just love the entire vibe of this show and all the pieces in it as well. I thought were really well done. So It's cool that they put so much effort into creating that atmosphere as well. And I really like the idea of how the designer said and imagined heritage. There's definitely grunge and gothic influences for sure. Definitely very 90s. I absolutely love the opening look. It is a distressed fitted and knitted long sleeve black and burgundy striped dress. That's a mouthful. With an apple and New York the letters NY, woven as a graphic on the chest. It's also paired with black combat boots and two black leather bags, one over the shoulder and one in the opposite hand. So I've seen this on the runway multiple times this season. So I have a feeling that two bags might be the new trend for fall and winter, which is pretty funny. They're actually like two different types of bags too. So we'll maybe start seeing people wearing like two different colored bags, maybe the exact same bag on the same arm or maybe one in each hand if you have too much stuff to carry and you just need two bags for some reason. But I thought this was an interesting trend that Coach definitely used throughout its entire collection for this season. So this dress, the opening number also had a turtleneck and it is maxi length. I've been seeing a ton of maxi length dresses on the runway for fall. I actually think I've seen midi and maxi length dresses on the runway at least just as much, if not more so than pants or jeans. There's also a lot of brown and black leather full-length coats and double-breasted coats in this collection, as well as some low-rise leather maxi skirts. So we're seeing more reference to the 90s, as I mentioned, and early 2000s, but kind of with a new twist paired with handbags in pops of color, like neon yellow, electric blue, hot pink, purple, metallic green. They really threw in impacts of the rainbow through this entire collection, which I think is kind of fun and unusual for fall and winter. So kind of fun to switch it up and see more color being used. Some of my other favorite looks, of course, are the denim looks. So there's some light stonewashed denim jackets paired with fur or faux fur collars and trim. And then they're also paired with low rise maxi denim skirts. So I love the maxi skirt in denim again. Definitely a throwback to the 60s and 70s. And they're pairing these looks with leather bags. I absolutely love these looks because To me, there is nothing that screams fall and winter fashion more than a mix of denim, faux fur, and leather. So those are definitely some of my favorite textures and fabrics for fall. We're also seeing some oversized silver and gold metallic button-up jackets with matching pants. So you're seeing that trend carry over from last season's, which of course is now spring-summer 2023 from that catwalk to the fall and winter because metallic, specifically silver and gold as well, were on the runway for this spring. And I'm honestly just seeing a lot of maxi dresses paired with black combat boots, especially in this collection. This is for sure another trend that I'm seeing resurfacing on the runway for many brands. And I really like the contrast of the softness and femininity of like a flowy dress paired with Bold, edgy, masculine combat boots. Now, towards the end of the show, there were also some very oversized totes, as well as some of those maxi knit dresses, like the opening look, but in different colorways and with a couple of different graphics on the front. All right, let's move on to number four. So, my fourth favorite show was the Y Project show. And of course, the reason being is that there was a lot of denim. So, the opening look was a sheer nude tank or bodysuit paired with high-waisted jeans that connected to a denim boot. So it looks like this look is chaps-inspired, kind of western-inspired, because these boots come all the way up to the inseam and to the hips on the outer seam. So it's basically like someone chopped jeans into, like, underwear, like high-waisted denim underwear, And then there's a space in between that looks like it is the pocket lining. And that is connected to the boots that go all the way up to the space between the denim underwear and connect to the pocket lining. So I've seen this in multiple looks on this runway where they have the same kind of jeans, but in different shades and styles, with that gap between the bottom and the top being the pocket lining. So that's just like your thin, white fabric that is literally the lining of your pocket if you turn your jeans inside out and look at them that way it's just showing on the outside and it's I'm sure a bigger piece of fabric that goes all the way around instead of just being the lining of your pocket but yeah I thought that was very interesting and creative I created like a chaps inspired jean for my denim collection at em but I did not separate those pieces so I thought that was kind of a fun idea The second pair of jeans is a similar Chaps-inspired style with contrasting blue and black denim. So there's lots of creative denim application in this collection. There is some voluminous coats with textures made from sewing long strips of denim together, like side by side to kind of create voluminous pleats that pop out and are more like 3D. Some of the looks also have button-up sides, which I feel like we're very popular, you know, with those track pants with button-up sides too. Those are definitely making a comeback. And I'm also seeing some jeans with twisted inseams that have smaller buttons, some of which are actually left open, and others are closed to create kind of like these different variations of dimension and shapes. And some of the buttons are even connected to the opposite side that's not actually the matching side, so they might go like, one or two buttons below where it's supposed to be to create some interesting shapes as well. So I thought that was pretty creative too. We're seeing more maxi dresses on this runway as well as lots of denim shoes and handbags. One of my favorite bags is actually in look number 13 out of 55 which is held by a male model and is made to look like he's carrying a denim jacket from the inside out but as a bag like with a strap put on it. So that was pretty cool. There's just so many interesting uses of denim in this collection that I could literally do a whole episode on just that, but it would take forever to cover every single one. But yeah, I also really like Look 27, which is a long black maxi dress with pieces of shredded indigo denim sewed onto each side of the torso. So this use of denim is actually seen in multiple looks in this collection where they kind of have just like a cut up and shredded piece That's more of like embellishment to the piece. So it looks like it's just kind of attached on top for design purposes. This is also very 90s and early 2000s inspired. I'm seeing lots of chokers, which I don't know if I've mentioned yet, but I've seen a ton of choker necklaces across the board for this season. So again, 90s, early 2000s coming back. Even the jewelry, makeup, hair. So... That's for sure a big trend this fall. And I'm seeing all different types of chokers, whether they're made of fabric, beads, metal, really chunky ones, really dainty ones. So it doesn't seem to really matter what the choker is. It's just kind of that style of necklace and that length. I'm also seeing a lot of distressed denim, dark makeup, wet slicked back hair, and bleached tips as well. All right. And now for my fifth favorite show, Diesel. So the theme of this show is definitely sex appeal. That's not the reason why this is my favorite show. The designer is quoted saying before the show that successful living is about being sex positive, having fun, enjoying life, and also being respectful and safe. He says, plus we are a very cheeky and straightforward brand. So I thought it was cool that they kind of just came out and said that. Just basically the direct inspiration of the collection. The runway was also decorated with 200,000 boxes of Durex condoms. You can see all the red boxes in the background of the photos of the runway. So that was interesting as well. Anyways, that is not why I chose this collection. I just thought the inspiration behind it and how straightforward they were being was Cool. let's see. My favorite look in this collection is number 19 out of 72. So there is a lot. This is a big collection. I feel like most of the other ones I looked at were maybe like 50, maybe 60 looks, but a lot of them are less. They're like maybe 30 or 40. So this is a really big collection. But anyways, number 19 is one of my absolute favorite looks. It's a shredded yellow and black denim dress with the diesel brand name lasered across the front. If you look at it sideways, you can read it, otherwise I feel like it's a little bit hidden in plain sight. This look is paired with some tall denim boots that have pockets on them, as well as a denim handbag. I'm also seeing some different choker necklaces in this collection, and I absolutely love the mesh detailing and cutouts on the low rise denim skirts and jeans. We're also seeing a lot more mesh and see-through maxi dresses in this collection, plus some low-rise mini skirts, which I've also seen from several brands. If you look at look 34 out of 72, you'll see a woman spray-painted blue in all denim with slicked back wet hair, which seems like it's to look as though she's made out of denim, which I think is a really creative idea, especially for a catwalk when obviously the focus is the clothes, but you're trying to tell a story or evoke an emotion or create some specific environment that's almost like your own world to immerse the audience in and communicate whatever it is you're trying to say or evoke. There's also a bit of other yellowed denim in this collection. It's like indigo denim, but then it seems like it's maybe over-dyed yellow or been sprayed. But it's basically been made to look old or vintage or dirty, I guess. Basically made to look aged. So I really liked some of those looks as well. There's also many street style looks towards the end of this collection, which are pretty over the top. And honestly, they're not my favorites from Diesel, but they're still interesting to look at and definitely go with their overall theme. There's a lot of like printed graphics on sweatshirts and different pieces. And last but not least, my honorable mention is the Ola Johnson Show. I've loved her collections pretty much every season. The show was held in a high-rise building in New York City with floor-to-ceiling windows, which showed off the gorgeous views of the Empire State Building and the New York skyline in the background. There's also a custom-made Moroccan animal print rug spanning the entire catwalk, And the show had a lot of upbeat music that complemented the designs. I love the rich earthy tones that she used in this collection. There's an awesome tan denim pantsuit, which is look number 23 out of 55 if you want to take a look. There's also a lot of stunning floral prints and unique multicolored leather bags that are kind of like patchwork bags. Also look 42 out of 55 is one of my favorites. It's a deep brown satin cold shoulder top with exaggerated puff sleeves. I always love a good puff sleeve. And I still really love like a dark chocolate brown, which has been a trendy color for a while, but I still think it's a really beautiful color, especially for this top. There's also a choker necklace paired with this look. So just reoccurring 90s style cross I would say almost every brand, so definitely keep that in mind for this fall if you're looking for a trend to try. I'm sure you already have something in your wardrobe that is 90s or early 2000s inspired, so maybe break that out again this fall. This collection also included a lot of shape, volume, patterns, and prints, so just a lot of playful, fun designs, which is what I really love about. Ola Johnson's collections so that is it I hope you enjoyed hearing about some of the fashion month shows those are five of my favorites plus the honorable mention if you want to let me know what some of your favorite shows from fashion month were go leave a comment on our most recent instagram post and let me know again we have some really exciting guests coming up this month in honor of earth month so keep an eye out for those happy easter happy passover if you celebrate i hope you all have a great week thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed and i'll see you next week for another taste of the world of fashion bye guys